Today, the British News Channel 4 published a short documentary. It was a four-month undercover investigation into Cambridge Analytica. If you haven't seen it yet, Google it. It's a jaw-dropper. I was going to structure today's segment around it, but the piece pretty much speaks for itself. And the fact that Cambridge Analytica was the digital management firm utilized by the Trump campaign, that, that kind of says even more. In other news today, Donald went to New Hampshire. He went there to talk about solutions to the opioid crisis. To be fair, although he didn't give any details or he didn't give any extensive details, he did at least say that the government was going to try to stop Big Pharma from irresponsible profit-based opioid marketing and dissemination. That's a strategy that the pharmaceutical companies have been using forever. And it's an important first step. He talked about the DOJ possibly using lawsuits to get this under control. And that's important because that's where the opioid crisis begins. It's not where it's not not sort of the middle and the end, but it's definitely the beginning and it's an imperative step. He also said they were going to do something to stop fentanyl from flowing so freely through our streets. Also an important step. And he said a few other things that weren't totally crazy, but that's kind of as far as it went. The vast majority of the time, he talked about the death penalty and sanctuary sanctuary cities. Now, when it comes to the death penalty, he's kind of obsessed with other dictators. So first of all, Donald has very little understanding of this crisis. He has little understanding of anything at all. But he does appreciate and respect other dictators. He likes them. He likes that strongman image. It's it's he sees himself in them. He's not that. He's incapable of that, but he sees that. He sees I guess what he wants to be. So he had mentioned, you know, these foreign governments and he suggested when he was talking about it, he didn't name the foreign governments specifically, but he said we all know who they are. And he said they have no drug problems because they simply kill the dealers. And he did like to use the term dealers over and over again in his speech. But irrespective, we know that he was primarily referring to the Philippines and to his admiration for their current strongman. That's uh, Rodrigo Duarte. And Duarte isn't quite yet a dictator. He's kind of on the way. But he does kill his drug dealers. After Trump was sort of finished with that segment, he bounced over to the wall because he had to talk about the wall. The wall that he can't seem to get funded, the wall that Mexico was supposedly paying for, and he insisted that the wall will stop the opioid crisis. It was imperative. Now, he still doesn't understand, or he does understand, and he's just lying, or he, you know, is lying, or he's doing both. He's lying, and he doesn't understand. He doesn't get that most drugs coming across the border have nothing to do with a wall. They slip through the border checkpoints, or they come by air, or they come by sea. And some probably do get smuggled in with people that are running across the unwalled part, parts of the border, but it's a minuscule amount. It's, it's a non-issue. So after he kind of talked about that or babbled about that a little bit, he then went on to rage about sanctuary city, cities. And, he, and it was weird to watch because he, he had scripted comments and he kind of sort of tried to stay on track by you know, using the teleprompter, using the script. And the script made the script made an, an, an untrue but logical connection between the opioid crisis and sanctuary cities. But Donald just, he couldn't do it. He couldn't, he had to ad-lib. He couldn't stay on script. He got a little bit confused. And he, it was almost like at one point he gave up on trying to legitimize 
his argument, his argument that, you know, he could only legitimize by staying on script, on topic. And then he just went full on. He just went, sanctuary cities are bad and blah, 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 blah. It was something to see in its absurdity. I, I like to always recommend that you look up anything I talk about online so you can kind of get your own opinion about it. You can kind of, you know, you, 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 you know, in this instance, like you'd Google his speech and you'd see how you feel about the, about the actual narrative as opposed to just hearing me blabber about it. But in this one instance, I mean, if you don't do it, if you don't listen to this ridiculous speech, you're, you're honestly not missing anything because it was, it was literally about three minutes of sensible uh, communication and then it was just a half hour of crazy. Thanks for stopping by.